twelfth day of the month. Be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and what you have heard from me through many witnesses, entrust to faithful people who will be able to teach others as well. 2 Timothy 2, verses 1 through 2. Today we consider faithfulness as a fruit of the Spirit. Faithfulness begins with God. Why would we want to commit ourselves to an untrustworthy deity? It is the reliability of God that is the basis for our faithfulness to God. The scriptures place great stress on the dependability of God, precisely so that we can join confidently in the covenant God opens to us. Once we have done this, we are called to be a faithful people. But there is yet one more step in the process. The faithful people of God are to teach others as well. That is, we are to be witnesses to the reliability of God so that those who have not committed themselves to covenant faithfulness may come to believe. If we are not faithful, we place in their way a stumbling block over which they may fall. On this day, then, we pray for grace to trust in God's goodness, to keep our vows with fidelity, and to be those who instruct others in the way. Opening Prayer God of all ages, in every time and place, you have been steadfast. Your faithfulness endures without fail from generation to generation. So bind to yourself the hearts of your covenant people, that all who have promised fidelity to the gospel may fulfill their vows. Preserve your church not only from renunciation or neglect of faith, but also from a tepid faith that calls forth from others contempt rather than conversion. Make your church to be as a city set upon a hill, that our witness may be seen and that others may be drawn to you. For the sake of Jesus Christ, who is faithful in all things. Amen. Psalm 32 Count yourself lucky how happy you must be. You get a fresh start. Your slate's wiped clean. Count yourself lucky. God holds nothing against you, and you're holding nothing back from Him. When I kept it all inside, my bones turned to powder. My words became day-long groans. The pressure never let up. All the juices of my life dried up. Then I let it all, all out. I said, I'll come clean about my failures to God. Suddenly, the pressure was gone. My guilt dissolved. My sin disappeared. These things add up. Every one of us needs to pray. When all hell breaks loose and the dam burst, we'll be on high ground, untouched. God's my island hideaway, keeps danger far from the shore, throws garlands of hosannas around my neck. Let me give you some advice. I'm looking you in the eye and giving it to you straight. Don't be ornery like a horse or mule that needs bit and bridle to stay on track. God defiers are always in trouble. God affirmers find themselves loved every time they turn around. Celebrate God. Sing together, everyone. All you honest hearts, raise the roof. From the book of Job, chapter 29, verses 1 through 20. And again, Job took up his discourse and said, Oh, that hour is in months gone by, as in the days when God watched over me, when his lamp shone overhead, and by his light I walked through darkness, as I was in the prime of my days, when the friendship of God was over my tent. The Almighty was yet with me, and my children were around me. 
when my steps were bathed in butter and the rock poured out for me streams of oil. When I went out to the gate of the city, when I took my seat in the square, the young men saw me and hid themselves. The old man arose and stood. The princes stopped talking and put their hands on their mouths. The voice of the nobles were hushed and their tongues stuck to their palate. For when the ear heard, it called me blessed. When the eyes saw, it gave witness of me. Because I delivered the poor who cried for help and the orphan who had no helper, the blessing of the one ready to perish came upon me, and I made the widow's heart sing for joy. I put on righteousness, and it clothed me. My justice was like a robe and a turban. I was eyes to the blind and feet to the lame. I was a father to the needy, and I investigated the case which I did not know. I broke the jaws of the wicked and snatched the prey from his teeth. Then I thought, I shall die in my nest, and I shall multiply my days as the sand. My root is spread out to the waters, and dew lies all night on my branch. My glory is ever new with me, and my bow is renewed in my hand. From the book of Acts, chapter 14, verses 1 through 18. In Iconium, they entered the synagogue of the Jews together and spoke in such a manner that a large number of people believed, both of Jews and of Greeks. But the Jews who disbelieved stirred up the minds of the Gentiles and embittered them against the brethren. Therefore, they spent a long time there speaking boldly with reliance upon the Lord, who was testifying to the word of his grace, granting that signs and wonders be done by their hands. But the people of the city were divided, and some sided with the Jews and some with the apostles. And when an attempt was made by both the Gentiles and the Jews with their rulers to mistreat and to stone them, they became aware of it and fled to the cities of Lyconia, Lystra, and Derbe, and the surrounding region, and there they continued to preach the gospel. At Lystra, a man was sitting who had no strength in his feet, lame from his mother's womb, who had never walked. The man was listening to Paul as he spoke, who, when he had fixed his gaze on him and had seen that he had faith to be made well, said with a loud voice, Stand up, upright, on your feet. And he leapt up and began to walk. When the crowd saw what Paul had done, they raised their voice, saying in the Lyconian language, The gods have become like men, and I have come down to go to us. And they began calling Barnabas Zeus and Paul Hermes, because he was the chief speaker. The priest of Zeus, whose temple was just outside the city, brought oxen and garland to the gates and wanted to offer sacrifice for the crowds. But when the disciples, apostles, Barnabas and Paul heard of it, they tore their robes and rushed out into the crowd, crying and saying, Men, why are you doing these things? We are also men of the same nature as you, and preach the gospel to you that you should turn from these vain things to a living God who made the heaven and the earth and the sea that is all in them. In the generations gone by, he permitted all the nations to go their ways. And yet he did not leave himself without a witness. In that he did good and gave you rains from heaven and fruitful seasons, satisfying your heart with food and gladness. Even saying these things with difficulty, they restrained the crowds from offering sacrifice to them. From the Gospel of John, Chapter 10, verses 31 through 42. The Jews picked up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, It shows you many good works from the Father. For which of them are you stoning me? The Jews answered him, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy, and because you, being a man, make yourself out to be God. Jesus answered them, Has it not been written in your law? I said, You are God's. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, 
Do you say of him whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, You are blaspheming because I said I am the Son of God. If I do not do the works of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do them, though you do not believe me, believe the works, so that you may know and understand that the Father is in me, and I in the Father. Therefore they were seeking again to seize him, and he eluded their grasp. And he went away again, beyond the Jordan, to the place where John was first baptizing, and he was staying there. Many came to him and were saying, While John performed no sign, yet everything John said about this man was true. Many believed in him. This is the reading of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Tuesday's Prayer God, our rock and our salvation, undergird us with your strength, lest we fail because we rely upon ourselves alone. Assist us with your Holy Spirit, that we may abide in your love and trust in your grace. Spread upon us your transforming power. Overpower us with your goodwill and forgiveness, offered to us and to all through Christ our Savior. Amen. It's a very honest prayer called Post-Game Day Blessing by Erica Meitner. Bless the black G-string, abandoned on the sidewalk, beside a green ginkgo sapling on Lee Street. Bless the girl who shimmy out of it before dawn, drunk on Caraco, or Triple Sec, or Mike's Hard Lemonade, drunk on Lust in early autumn, and our team's unexpected win over Georgia Tech. Bless our team, all defense, no offense. Bless everyone who must have been downtown last night with their car flags and war whoops, mesh jerseys, and micro minis. Bless our star quarterback, on fire with a 14-3 halftime lead. We are on the first grade class walking trip to the library so everyone can get their own cards. I am chaperone, which means herding kids out of traffic back over the curb. Bless the curb and the kid who uses it as a balance beam. Bless the magical book drop. Bless the girl with knotted hair who tries to snuff orange leaves into the slot. And bless the librarian, too, who reads a book loudly, clearly, to everyone about someone reading a spooky book. Bless the meta-story and the mass of first-graders descending on the stacks like locusts. Bless the red solo cups on the return trip, congregating like plastic flames, like oversized maraschino cherries on the early morning longs of Fidelt, Sigap, any dilapidated white house with a porch couch on East Roanoke Street. Bless the empty bottles of PBR knocked on their sides, mouths open in wondrous O's. O rushing yards, O Bud Light Lime in your crushed cardboard case resting on the elementary school lawn. Bless my son and his friend Major, who look past the blue Trojan wrapper on Jackson Street, the flattened Miller Light can on Bennett, to the blue butterfly, to the giant mushroom blooming in the corner of someone's yard. It looks like a piece of meat, says my son, or a tree chump says Major, matter-of-factly. It is a mushroom worth blessing. And bless our team for escaping Bobby Dodd Stadium with a 17-10 win. Bless us for being able to hold on despite the onslaught. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen.